1: Your host is Nick Moran, and this is The Full Ratchet.
0: Welcome back to The Full Ratchet. On today's special segment of Investor Stories, the investors address trends, sectors, and markets that they think are positioned for outsized returns in the future. This is the segment called What's Next? On today's special segment, we have Jay Aconzo of NextView Ventures. Jay, are there any trends or sectors that you're particularly excited about and going to follow closely in the coming years?
2: Yeah. I mean, from my work, the Success of the Traction podcast, I'm really interested in audio and, and narrative storytelling, but you can kind of expand on that into voice. So on the investment side, we are looking into a lot of companies in that sector and invisible apps or invisible interfaces as well. That's something that's that's been really interesting for us in Boston and New York. We're seeing a lot of companies there. You know, but for me, I think I'm kind of living this trend of platform at VCs where, you know, I had a small set of peers when I started at NextView, and now I have a very quickly growing set. And so that's actually a trend that I, you know, by definition of my job and am following, and it's different than the investment side, but just seeing what other VCs are doing to innovate and serve entrepreneurs better. And then trying like hell to stay focused at NextView, really hammer home, home on this idea of helping people with their traction issues, and uh, you know trying to innovate to stay ahead of the curve is something that's really exciting.
0: On today's special segment, we have David S. Rose. David, are there any big sector changes or trends that you see on the horizon? If so, can you talk about what may have significant impact and or what's positioned for outsized growth in the coming years?
3: Well, this gets back to my thoughts on the whole singularity question and exponential change in technology. It hasn't sunk in to the vast majority of people uh, in the world that technology is on an exponential curve. Everybody knows technology is, is changing fast, things are happening, but the extent of that just hasn't sunk in yet. Just take Uber, right? Oh, Uber's a great company. Look at what Uber has done to taxi cabs in New York City. It reduced over two hundred thousand dollars off the value of every single taxi medallion within eighteen months. Yeah. That you know, that's an insane number. Yeah, you know, look at what Airbnb is doing to the to the um, you know hotel industry. So the point here is that exponential technology is growing in every area. Being applied, whether I don't care whether it's shoes, that you, you know, stick your foot into a scanner and out pops a 3D printed shoe or, you know, or, or whether you're, you're building, I mean, it's going to happen, right? Whether, whether you're building a 3D, you know, printed house. So uh, my thought is that every industry is completely susceptible to extraordinary change. And if it's an existing industry, um, you know, that's where it's going to take place. One of the reasons, by the way, that New York City has become the fastest growing tech ecosystem in the world. When I started my first tech company in New York in 1983, I think before you were born, Nick. Um, the no, uh, no. <laughs> close, close. The, the 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 computer classroom, 1983. There was not another tech company in New York, and New York was not part of the first dot com boom. It was all in Silicon Valley, all computer places, and so on. But what happened after the the, uh, the sort of the second coming? Why is New York City the second largest in the world and the fastest growing? Because it's the center of business. It's the center of all these industries, of fashion technology and food technology and financial technology and advertising technology and marketing. Tech. All of these things, all of these industries, existing industries, have been revolutionized by some kind of technology. And so I would now look at any industry that, that has people paying money, using things, doing things, and I think that's going to change. And I think that the platforms that are developed in each of these areas are the way that that's going to be implemented. So that's that's what I think is going to change.
0: Yeah, I wish I was born after '83. Thanks for that, David. <laughs> on today's special segment, we have Nikki Shavak of Blackbird Ventures. Nikki, as you look forward, can you talk about sectors or trends that you're bullish on, and why it is that you're excited about them?
1: Yeah, I think the the number one. Um, trend i would be excited about is is autonomous vehicles and really just the 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 second order of uh impact they will have on how cities and how uh uh transportation is done in a particular area i think it's just like it's very hard to to underestimate the the impact that they will have and obviously um you know from ride-sharing and just being able to create a different user experience, but I think because the majority of the cost of ride-sharing is the human labor of the driver, um, and we saw what uh, Uber X did to the demand for ride-sharing when the the price was lowered, and, and with autonomous vehicles, you obviously have another uh, opportunity to to go even a uh, uh, one order uh, lower in in cost, and 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 that really sort of is the tipping point for why people. Uh, why people would want to own a car versus uh why why you wouldn't want to hail uh, whatever experience that that you're in the mood for at that particular point in time but then um you know beyond that which i think is a you know a, a mind-bogglingly large business i think um to th- to think about um all of the uh, like parking so what what if you didn't let cars uh park in a city what if um all of those lanes on the street um, you know usually it's a four lane street and the outer lanes are parked cars and then the the two inner lanes are you know one lane of cars going each way. Um, if you didn't allow uh, cars to be parked and you only had um, kind of a a, a, a robo taxi network that you could hail um, you as you've essentially doubled your uh, number of uh, lanes that that cars can drive on and and reducing congestion. I think someone did a flyover of Los Angeles and Added up all of those uh, parking lanes and all of the parking lots and um, all of the uh, parking garages and and, um, driveways and people's own residential garages. uh, And it added up to about 40% of the whole city. So, what could you do with um, 40% of of a whole city and and the new use cases for that uh, amount of real estate? Um, If the cars don't crash, then there's no need for car insurance. Um, If the cars play by the rules and don't crash, then there's less need for ambulance and, and, and police men and women. Um, you know, someone said uh, that if you knew that the cars could see you, uh, then, you know, more people would cycle uh, to work because they had the confidence, they would have the confidence that um, they wouldn't be run over. So I think just like at a societal level, um, the the kind of autonomous uh, vehicle domino um, really sets off a a chain of such interesting and, and fascinating events that if it does come true, um, will be, you know, I think the, the, the biggest impact of our generation.
0: Is there a way that you get your head around the timing of something like that? Cause I, I mean, I, I can imagine that happening sooner rather than later. And at least in a small scale, seeing examples and implementations of, uh, you know, driverless societies, but, uh, it's, it's tough to understand, sort of the timing of that, considering all the different factors that have to come together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, and also uh, I think it's impossible to, to kind of judge uh, the, the exact timing and, and everyone who says that they know the timing, you know, is lying. But I think also the, the, the question is important um, to be framed correctly. Like, you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously everyone having it um, is potentially centuries away. Um, but what people really care about is, do oh, they have it? So wow. does, uh, you know, uh, one particular city in the world or one particular, uh, even, you know, private gated community or, uh, university campus or, you know, whatever it is, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the first environment that, um, driverless cars will be, uh, you know, completely change. I think that will be, uh, you know, in a matter of years, um, you know, if it's, uh, uh, completely change a city, I still think that's, you know, less than five or 10 years away. Um, If it's completely changed the majority of cities or completely changed the majority of countries, um, you know, then that's, that's a lot uh, longer kind of time period. But, um, you know, the early adopters, as, as we were talking about um, earlier in the podcast, um, I think the the you know the early adopter cities or uh, whatever uh, you know zones um, they will come you know, sub five years.
0: That will wrap up this installment of Investor Stories. Head over to thefullratchet.net to leave a comment, sign up for the newsletter, or find resources discussed on any of the episodes. Until next time, remember to over-prepare, choose carefully, and invest confidently. Thanks for listening. At this point, if you're a VC, you've heard of CARTA. you <laughs>